There I was, locked in a room with three people I've barely known for almost seven years. The mafia was an hour behind us, and we had to figure out where that crazy old kook hit the gold. The odds were stacked against us, but our morale was high. Now, if you've ever been in a situation like this, then chances are you've been in an escape room. Various scenarios designed to stretch your mental capacity and force you to solve inane riddles and puzzles by thinking outside of the box, sometimes literally. Are they all that they're cracked up to be? Or is the most challenging puzzle, why are we still paying for these things? That's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, and you are listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And joined with me is Matt Warmbier. You didn't say it like you normally do. What did I normally say? It's been a while. Yeah. And join with me as always is but Matt Warmbier. But not as Warmbier. always, because we weren't here last week. Well, I'm. I was waiting. I was here. Oh, I was there. waiting. You were there. I was yeah. not. I was save it for the podcast redacted. Yeah. Um, and also kicking off our season of guests, guys, we have Chris Poirier. He, dan- hey, he was dancing everybody? just a minute. Yeah, yeah that's it. He He's a- dancing. You can't see it. That was the pause. Yeah. He was doing the cabbage that was the patch. Pause. I, was, I was dancing. I've already messed up. It's not my first thing on the show. It's great. Let's do it. That was Six Flags. <laughs> well, it now it's Chris Poirier. Hey, you know what? And Chris, you'll appreciate this because you get to hear it. So the Six Flags, the guy that that was um, designed off of, the the, da, 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 the ball guy, goes yeah. to my church. What? Yeah. No way. I swear, no dude. No way. Yeah, he you goes to my town. church. No, Can I, we get him on the podcast next week? <laughs> probably. Yeah, that, he would love that. Uh, he didn't know a thing about gaming or anything nerdy, but yeah. So he used to design Six Flags like all over the country. You know, and so they just... Yeah, it was kind of a thing. Anyway, um, he's a cool guy. I like him. But yeah, so you know who I also like? Chris. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Not you. I like Chris. Um, Chris is actually here as a guest, and he's. we're going to be talking a little bit about more what he's going to be doing, helping us moving forward in podcasting with LTM. But he's also filling in for Kate, who is... Who? Something? Driving? She's been gone forever. Never heard of her. Same. Uh, but our listeners have because they're faithful listeners, and probably. I don't know. I'm assuming a lot. It's been a while. I'm, I miss you, Matt. I miss, miss you, you so too. much. It was, a, it was a really weird week not talking to you guys. It was not longer you, than a Chris. week, though. You're, we're fine here, but yeah. a few weeks. <laughs> Chris, just hold on a second. We've got to get. We we have got to work through some things. Yeah, go yeah, ahead and work that a, out. I'll just be here. Whoa. It's a safe space. It's okay. <sighs> just, just take the time that you need to get going. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> well, it was a few weeks. Like, I just feel like we you know normally we like we're bouncing ideas off each other. We're talking about you know we're we're S and the S as we call it. S and the S. There's that's a shirt too. We S need to make a list of these S and S S and S. Yeah, we really do. S and the S. Yeah, there we go. We write that. Somebody write that down. Write it down. Chris, write it down. Perfect. So like have it in the air. I love it. So it was just a weird, a weird few weeks for me. I, I feel like I was missing something. And then, you know what? You ever like, you're going so hard. I'm sure you guys can relate to this. You're going so hard and you're doing so much. And then you have like a little bit of a break and you're like, I don't want to do anything ever again. <laughs> you, know, you ever get that way? Like you finally get a break and you're like, that was nice. I, I want to say no to everybody. I'm done doing oh, yeah. stuff for a little while. I but then had like, that day you, yesterday. You, yeah. Well, that was mine today and I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> And here I am. And here you loving are. Loving this podcast. And you're not no, even actually, done. I was looking I was looking forward to this podcast. Thank you. you. Yeah, you better have been looking forward to this yeah, podcast. I was. How dare you? It's just, you, you know, work. I didn't want to work. So also here's this the deal, right? Work. So like you're talking about saying no to things. So we here's all the things that have happened. We came back from Kentucky, right? From, you know, doing Gen Con and, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with the Warm Bros and all that stuff. And so we come back and we have a couple of weeks, maybe a week or two, week and a half, something like that. And then last week, the reason we had to kind of on the podcast was because Kate was gone and also I was gone and I drove to Florida. So after having driven from Texas to Kentucky, 20 hours, said, you know, what would be a good idea. I want to drive to Florida. So I drove from Texas to Florida, which is almost... Isn't that worse? It's almost just as long. It really is. Ugh, what's we wrong dro- with you? Maybe, maybe it is longer. I don't know. I didn't really do the math. All I know is I was able to share the load driving with more than just one other person. So we were in shifts and we drove all okay. night straight straight on. Where in, te- where in Florida? Orlando. Disney World. Disney. Sounds made up. Went, went, and vi- went and visited McMouse. We talked about Kate. Um, he knew all about her and her uh, clear cell. No, what was it? She knew clear cell. Uh, no, the AccuView. Uh, the contacts. That's what it was. Thank I was you. close. Um, some teenage product. Yeah. And uh, But no, we, I went to this conference and that's where it was, was at Disney. And I had no clue until we got there that it was at Disney. None whatsoever. Really? I did zero research on the thing until we got there. And we were like driving through Disney World, like, welcome to Disney World. And it's got like, you know, Mickey and Minnie Mouse on the side. And I'm like, wait a second, pause. Is this at Disney? Sure enough, it was at a place called the Contemporary. If you guys have ever been to Disney World, you've probably never been to the Contemporary. Because it's one of those like, hey, you're broke. Why don't you come here? You don't have to pay to get in. It's like any schmuck can go and visit that place. So it was pretty cool, though, to get to, to, get to go to Disneyland um, World Universe. Disney World. 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 Yeah. yeah. I feel I like they no should idea. all be the same. Yeah. It's just confusing. I've never been. I've never been to any of them. I have also. I've, wa- I've watched the movies. I've also not really been. Um, but like I said, I was there for just a little bit and we did a lot of cool stuff. Um, we'll talk about it here in a second under like the games we played. Uh, I played a game. Yeah, I'm doing air quotes. You guys can't see. Um <laughs> But I played a game while we were there. I didn't ride any rides, didn't do any of that stuff because you got to go like in a magic kingdom to do that. But we went and did this experience. And I'll talk about that later. I mean, it was super nerdy. It was awesome. I want one of these in my house. I'll never have one. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, not to bury the lead, we've got Chris Poirier with us. And, um, so Chris is going to be here and he's joining us, uh, coming back from our hiatus. Hopefully not going to have too many more of those guys. Apologize if you had a hole in your heart. Um, we're going to fill that right now. Uh, but Chris, you are going to be, you and Hector, I'm not even going to try and say his last name. Y'all let you mess it up. (laughs) That's fine. What is he allows me to do that Hector. a lot, and I did, yeah. <laughs> Insert Mirai. last name, Mirai. Yeah. There it is. Yep. That, that's what I was yes. going to say, yeah. So uh, if you guys don't know who Hector is, Hector does Faith and Fandom, and maybe you've read some of those books. They're amazing. Like, oh my gosh, this guy, what he does uh, with nerd culture and crossing it with the church is amazing. And so, so Chris and Hector are actually going to be doing a podcast for LTN called The Pull List Podcast. And it's all about comics. So if you're a comic nerd, you're you know geeky like that, man, you just go for it. And we have something for you. So why don't you, Chris, go ahead and really briefly tell us what the pull list is? You have three seconds. And it's, it's, time. Oh. Wow, you didn't We're even done. try. It was great. Thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, every Chris week is going to be that succinct. It's going to be to the point. Hey, what are you reading? I read a comic this week. It was good. Thanks for listening. Okay. That's what you have to look end. forward to. Man, I could be a right. comic so, critic, right? Yeah. I mean, so the idea, as we kind of formed it with the pull list and kind of talking to you guys, and also Hector and I. Hector had a podcast that he did from time to time. And we would talk about local cons and whatnot because Hector and I are separated only by an hour of distance. Um, so we kind of operate in similar circles here in North Carolina. Practically and brothers. No Carolina. <laughs> Come on and raise up. Yes. Right? Well, not a thing at all. Is it? Swing and run. You'll hear like a hill We have to do yes, something. We have to do some song so we get flagged um, so that people notice us. And by that's people, fair. I mean and Apple. that one might Disney. not get you flagged anymore. Do actually. a Disney <laughs> song. That'll get you flagged. Is that not the Disney song? Oh. Yeah, I think that was in uh, Peter Pan, wasn't it? Yeah, that's Peter, how you, Peter that's Pan how you learn to fly. You swing your shirt around your head like a helicopter. And <laughs> that bring seems right legit. Up. Second start of the ride, baby. <laughs> Straight on to morning. So mm. what were you saying? We were saying something about comics <laughs> and how things get completely just misplaced in conversation. Universes collapse and come into existence. No, it's no, a no, very no. What, What's thing. the pull list like? We're not talking about free right. play right now. Oh, well, that's where we're going to be similar but different <laughs> is that we are going to talk about comics that uh, Hector and I definitely are deep cut nerds in comics. I manage a comic book store. That is my day job. Um but I also have a gig with my local church that I'm the outreach director. And the cool thing about those two things is I outreach explicitly into the geek community, which is how I met Hector um, at a bunch of cons once upon a time ago. And he asked me to do podcast and to write in one of his books. And we've done those together. And we're like, let's talk about comics. And the cool thing about comics is you can look so much into the stories of comics. Comics cover any type of story that you can possibly imagine. And there's light versus dark. There's all kinds of different stories that, you know, we all can relate to because that's the point of comics, right? Is that ever since, you know, back in 1938, when a bunch of guys sat around and said, what, what can we do with these skills of art? And they decided to tell stories that they told stories about every man but also just stories about our lives and what that looks like. So the pull list for us is going to be taking a look at those stories, how they impact us and whether it's escapism or if it's just 
just life, man. Cause there's so many comics now that it's not just superheroes. There's straight up storytelling taking places in corners of the comic universe. So we want to bring all those pieces together and kind of give everybody uh, every other week bi-weekly type feel of what's coming out and what we think is really good and what has a, something that can be buried in there. But what we also want to do is take the opportunity to bring in the creators themselves, the writers, the artists, and have them tell their story of why they decided to tell these stories. Because much like you guys have done with video game folks over there on Humans of Gaming and folks that you've talked to, that creators tend to put part of their life into their story or mm-hmm. something that they've witnessed. And it's really cool to have those conversations. And Hector and I have met a ton of people from being on the road these years or from working in the shop or working with conventions that we think we can bring some cool people to the table to just nerd out on comics. And we've had a chance to listen to some of the pilot episodes that you guys have done. And just a little peek behind the curtain for everybody. We didn't say, sure. oh, hey, uh, you want to do a podcast? Cool. Here you go. <laughs> just go into a podcast. We said, hey, you guys, you guys know each other. You've done some stuff, but record a few and let us listen to them and help you critique and and then so that we can form something that works not just for you guys and not just for a comic community, but also right. would work well within the LTN ecosystem. So we think that we're there and we think that we're getting closer and closer and closer uh, as we launch Pull List. We don't have a date for you guys yet. We're really still working on all those details. Is and it tomorrow? Today. Yes. Right now? Today. This is it. Wait. This, are what? we? It's happening, right now. it's happening in the future. This is the one. Well, here. Yes. And if you're, if, just, it happened. if you're later than it has already, then it, then it was then, but it hasn't happened yet. It's just go watch back to the future. It's all in there. Happy podcast launch. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> what was the thing in back to the future when it was like, it, it was, it was lonely pine and twin pines. Do you remember that? That little paradox? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Because Marty like you, runs over a tree more, or something. You want to say? No, he I just a tree. Yeah, I'm just. Exp- I'm, I'm oh, trying yeah, to explain time travel. I remember that. Yeah, and I yeah, just go. It's all in the movie. It's fine. Um, that's your homework for today, class. Go watch all of the Back to the Futures. Uh, so so be looking for a pull list, and we'll let you guys know. We'll keep pumping it. We'll keep talking about it. But it is currently in production, and will be like Chris said, a biweekly podcast, which I'm I'm super stoked about. All I've ever Same. wanted to do for you guys um, as kind of the community manager, uh, chief community nerd, is give you guys more things to ingest, more content to take in while, you know, Drew and everybody else is all doing, you know, website stuff and all these other things. I'm just coming up with a bunch of ideas to throw in everybody's area so that you, the Love Thy Nerd community member, or if you've never even heard of Love Thy Nerd and you just kind of stumbled on us, I want to give you guys more things that's not just, oh, well, you know, here's Humans of Gaming and here's our website and, you know, here's free play. Maybe you don't care about any of that stuff, you know, which right. is We're like, we're, you know, we're just whatever. We don't, we talk a little about comics. We talk a little about real stuff, but having a, a dedicated comic-y uh, podcast, people like that stuff. Oh, yeah. You you like that stuff. I'm talking to you, listener. You know who you yeah, are. A little, you, Johnny. Sam Swanson, Samsonite. Yeah. It's on the briefcase. Listen up. Yeah. Also, go watch Dumb and Dumber. So you have two assignments for today. Go watch all of Back to the Future and Dumb and Dumber. Um, and third assignment, get hyped about Pull List. Um, so 
it's it's done. It's done. Yeah, your yeah. hype's over. It's it's there. Unless it's in the future, and then oh, here we then go. you can get hyped I can't later. Tell you anymore. I'm, We're looped. I'm done. Uh, Looper. Also, go watch Looper. That's also a good one for time. <laughs> and Deja Vu. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just um, it Denzel. Just what are we doing here? Oh, okay. Hey, I know. Let's move on to what we've been playing. And so the difference that we're going to have today is we're going we're gonna to be doing not just what we've been playing, but since we have Chris here, we're also going to be doing what have we been reading? Oh. Words, books, um, still Lots pictures of, of sorts. We do comics. Books. Check them out. Books. Check them out. What are you doing? I like oh. it. Keep it's going. An old eight, it's an old 80s commercial. I don't know, man. That's all I know about it. <laughs> Books. Check them out. Was it for a library? That sounds like Books. it's a library jam. Check them out. Uh, it may have been like the Pizza Hut. Uh, E-Marie, oh, like the, yes. Book it. Well, yeah, the party yes. program thing. Book it. You get yeah. a free personal pan pizza for every. <laughs> you better believe I had that personal pan pizza. My kids oh, I still do them that. up for those parties. Yeah, we've done it before, too. Woo-wee. I'm right hungry. Now. Well, I guess that's our podcast. That's well, it. it's been fun. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what we've been playing and what we've been oh, there we reading. Go. Yep. Sorry, I, 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 so, I totally just like, whatever. Um, I, did my, so, I did my normal thing. Well, Matt, since you're already ready to go, what have you been yeah. playing slash reading? Oh, my gosh. I picked up Spider-Man last week. <gasps> Should be the uh, game. Yeah, GameStop had a 9 o'clock release on Thursday, and that's about all i've been doing with my free time <laughs> i say about i have been watching a show which i'll talk about here soon but spider-man has been it's been everything i've wanted in a superhero game oh. it is it is so fun it the web the web slinging is just spot on i mean oh, it, it's i'm sorry to say it those of you who played like spider-man 3 or spider-man Shattered Dimensions, you are you've missed out if you're not getting this game because this game destroys those games. I I, I didn't mention Spider Man Two because Spider Man Two gonna say did it you was play really it? good. No, <clears throat> Spider Man Two. Yes, I think that was the only other game to get the web slinging down. Um, and I think the rest of the games have just kind of missed the mark. And I, I read an interview or article about um, why that is because the guy who did the did that motion in spider-man 2 he was no longer with the company when spider-man 3 came along they said they wanted to do it the easy way uh which so that is he was very poorly <laughs> poorly yeah very poorly um so in spider-man 2 they did like it's the same system as doom i guess like this whole I don't know technical stuff. Look it up yourself if you want to. But I, it sounded like it made sense, like refractionary points and like aiming uh, yeah. and like you hit, you hit. I don't know, just refractionary. Just keep that in your hey, mind. You there. had me at doom. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's enough Spider-Man technical talk. Th- <laughs> yeah, bring it down to layman's yeah, that's terms. Not, that's not my. Swing on your webs. It is so good. The story is, I'm sure those of you who have read Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man in the past will say six years, probably no kind of like, you know, kind of what's going to, what's going on. I don't know who that glowy bro is, man. Um, I'm not going to ruin it for you because if you hadn't been reading that, then you don't know who that glowy bro is. And I'm sure Chris does. Because have you watched the trailer? Yeah, you probably know. So I'm gonna I won't spoil it because um the story is just it's 
it's awesome. It's not like it's set in one comic. It, it, it bring a lot of stuff in. There's so many collectibles. There's so many spider suits. And I know some people complained about the length. I'm guessing that's what you're going to complain about, Bubby. The uh, length of the game. What, oh, I have no idea. I've not Did played you, it. Oh, I, I thought you were like giving me a rip earlier about how short it was. You know I'm um, a sarcastic prophet. I have no idea what I'm saying half the time, and it just t- turns out to be partially true. Either way, I've played several hours and I'm only 33% done. So, but do what you want to do. All right. But it's and open that's world. Not right? even, it's open world. You collect stuff along the way. You take pictures because you're, you know, you're also Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Oh, there spoiler. are, there are, I know, oh. crazy, right? Um, but I recommend playing it if you have played it. Well, there you go. Fix yeah. your PS4s, so, everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> I, I feel personally attacked on that one, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I was too. Bubba's is broke. Hey, yeah. I pulled mine yeah, out well, the other day. I know you when were I got online. Hacked. Somebody was. I was playing Spider Man, and I noticed Bubba was on pl- online playing Rocket League, and I sent him a message instantly saying, "Did you get your PS4 fixed?" And he's like, "Nope, still broken." I was like, "Well, you're playing Rocket League right now." <laughs> So somebody has uh, his login and well, was playing I, th- I think Rocket I figured League. out what happened. Okay, so when we were in Orlando, there's a PS4 there, and I logged into it to you know we were gonna play Jackbox yeah. and but that never freaking worked. I had to download on the Switch, and we still didn't play it. Okay. It's another story. But but anyway, so I left myself logged in, and then it wasn't until you said something. I was like, well, crap, big mistake. So I had to change everything to boot oh, them. Okay. Kate's going to be sad. Oh, is she? No, I still well, have my she's... same uh, PSN login. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, No, she can still keep banking her pictures in my inbox. That's fine. Because that's okay. what Kate does, for those of you guys who don't know. She she takes all of her screenshots. Probably when she gets Spider-Man, I'll have a crap ton of Spider-Man screenshots. She she's sends them to me, who never plays his PlayStation because it's broke. And then she, she uses the Messenger app inside of PlayStation to download them to wherever she sends them to. I don't, maybe she frames them or something in her house. I'm not sure. But yeah, she, she uses so. me as like some pack mule for her pictures. So yeah, yeah she works the system. That's, that's good. Yeah, she does well. Um, I will, I'm going to, I'm going to mention that I've also been watching the good place. The uh, season two just came out. And if you have not watched this show, stop this podcast I highly and go watch highly it. recommend watching that show. It is so funny. Forking hilarious. It is so like, it is forking hilarious. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm just going to get pause on this. Okay. Yeah. Chris is like, well, yeah, done. All right. Okay. I'll be right it back. is like, it's all, it's, it's so funny, but it's also one of the shows like I, I feel like it always keeps me guessing on where it's going to go. Like you think you have a kind of like a, an idea where it might end up and they go like where you don't even expect it. Do you you feel the same way, Bubba? Oh yeah. Uh, I I love it. Um, I, when there is a huge reveal at the end of season one and when it dropped, I was like, well, no way. (gasps) Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't watched it, I, I, it's just so funny. Uh, Kristen Bell, isn't it? Oh, yeah, she's hilarious. Just gonna um, add that to the playlist right now. Yeah. Check it out. You, you it's on the Netflix. There's like two seasons. Yeah, it's on, yeah, the, it's Netflix. on the Netflix. All right. Um, I'll just go through the the tabletop I've been playing. I'll get to my reading. Uh, Dragoon. I play Clank. I play Monster Crunch and realize I'm missing a Booberry card. <gasps> so if you're listening, if you're listening, guys, Shannon, you go. I need a card, please. Yeah. Um, she may but as far as I've. 
She might be. Yeah. Hey, Shannon. Um, <clears throat> as far as what I've been reading, um, I think we've talked about this in the past couple episodes, Bubba. We've been reading the Reckoners series, and I am on the second book, uh, Firefight. How and I'm not too far you? along because I, I'm probably like getting close to halfway. Here's the thing. like The first book, I didn't actually read it. I listened to it. And that was really nice. Because, Yo, bro, no you know, shame. I could be doing whatever. I could be doing whatever yeah. else and like. I'm you listening know, to it right now. Listening to it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you better You, you better got to speak, be. speak a little louder uh, over the book. Um, so I'm about a third of the way through, <laughs> maybe about a half uh, through the second book. And it has just been, it's so good. Uh, the, the game really brought me into this world the Reckoner's uh, tabletop game Bro. and it got me interested in reading it. So I also highly recommend reading the series. If you like superheroes, if you like twists, if you like um, technical books. stuff, books, check them out. <laughs> um, check them. So it. yeah, I've been reading that. I've also kind of dabbled back into comics. I read the first Fantastic Four and I was really bored with it. And what? maybe Chris can talk to Yo. I was bored. <laughs> bored. And I, I saw oh. a little bit of spoilers for, for the second one. Yeah. But I was so bored. Okay, I've I've got I got like two thirds through Fantastic Four and I was like, I'm so bored. Should have been the okay like, four. It was oh, like the, the decent four. The, the average decent. four. It was like it was the decent two. Here, <laughs> and was, it wasn't even like the most interesting ones. It was like a DC your, five, though. Let's be that's, honest. Yeah, that's Dan Slott. That's the Spider Man guy. So for the Spider fans, that was supposed to be a home run. <laughs> well, I'm gonna read through the rest of it because I, I think we've already established it. that Matt is not a Spider Man fan. Right. See this. Okay. So I read that. I've also I was a really big X Factor fan. uh, Multiple man, like the Peter David. That X Factor. Right. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was like, that's one of the comics. I sold all of my comics not long ago because I had, I mean, probably fifteen short boxes sitting in my house, and I was like, I'm not reading these. Like, I'm just going to give them to people who will read them. Um, but the ones I kept were ultimate Spider-Man because that was one of my favorite books of all time, favorite runs of all time and X factor. And then they both sadly kind of ended ultimate Spider-Man went on with miles, but I didn't continue with it. Um, but X factor ended and then later, uh, multiple man died, which I thought was one of the worst Marvel deaths of all time. Bro, you just like, he just, he just, He's back. Yeah, he's back. And he's like, I died. Here I am. But so the multiple man comic, I've been reading that one. It's a new like short. It's a short run, right? It's not mini series. So uh, I've been reading that and it is it's funny. It's interesting. Multiple man has a bunch of different like if you don't know multiple man, he can make copies of himself. But each copy in the book is like different has different powers like there's like a deadpool one there's a wolverine one there's a doctor strange one that kind of have the same power sets um so like it's really interesting i don't know have you read them at all chris i haven't had a chance to i you know the double-edged sword of working for a comic shop is having way too much way to too read. Much, yeah i'm sure um so i literally have the pile of what i read which you know you I'll back up. Yeah. get the um, audiobooks bro right yeah um <laughs> Oh, that's a Matt good almost idea. just spewed his LaCroix all <laughs> over his computer screen. He's got that lightly flavored uh, bubbly in the nose right now. Think good. about it. Who, um, why, why isn't that a thing? 
I'm sure it is. I think some of them that were made into bigger or original graphic novels you can probably find, but I haven't actually looked into it. But yeah, short version of that story. I have nowhere near enough time to read everything. And Multiple Women's not one of my things, but it's on my pile. Okay, well, maybe we can talk about it later. Sure. <laughs> offline. Uh, you, you, yeah, can, offline. you can convince me later. How close is it to multiplicity? It's the same <laughs> thing. He yeah. touched my peppy seed. <laughs> yes. Matt, we are soulmates, bro. You and me. <laughs> Soup snakes right uh, here. Yeah. Yeah. Can lastly, that, is, I'm gonna... <laughs> that has to be this episode's cover picture. It's just oh, a multiplicity. Man. <laughs> Multiplicity, like, hey, it's about, it's about if we weren't hungry thing. for pizza before, right? right. Now oh, we yeah. are. Now it's time. That movie's so good. There's that your fourth so assignment. Good. Go watch Multiplicity. Dude. There's a lot of homework You're, in today's episode. You're welcome. It's going it to be worth it. It's going to pay yep. off. Uh, and finally, I'll just briefly briefly mention X-Men Extermination. It's supposed to kind of shake up all of the X-Universe, and I haven't no. really read x-men much in the past we'll say five to six years when i just had to cut cold turkey all comics sorry chris mm. <laughs> no, uh, I, I had I, well i was getting probably 25 books a month and i just like i just had to be done because that's they sucker you in they're like well you're getting your normal books here but how about we do this major event where you can get all the books yeah huh? it's, it's like, buy all the times and all the different price. variant covers because you yep. love them all Yep, exactly. So yeah. I just had to cut everything, and I, I regret it. But but were you at I'm least buying back in slowly? Were, were were you collecting your full pull box per month? Yeah, I was. I was getting everything, and Chris, I was also going back. My goal was to go back from when X Men split, like from when like when it went to Uncanny to like regular X Men. I wanted to have everything from that point on till current. That was my goal. Ooh. And I'm, I know, I know I made it. <laughs> yeah. I made it to X-Men one. Gosh, I, I made it like probably a couple hundred issues each of those plus like sporadic ones up until current. So I was like going crazy. Yeah. So what even wife. is a house? Painting, she, had, she knows right? we, had, we had no money. So it doesn't, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> we still have no money. Hey, Chris, how many people actually pick up their full pull box a month? Okay. So that's actually 0%. Um, no, it's not zero, but it's not as high as many would think. And that's like one of the fun parts of being a retailer, if you didn't know, is when people subscribe to a poll, the thing that they want us to pull for them, you know, we buy that in advance. So we base our ordering based on how many people told us to hold stuff. So when folks, you know, go full ghost mode on us and (laughs) don't show up month to month, um, we're sitting there as a retailer, literally holding product that we've already sold. And comics are kind of one of those things that, if you don't sell it in the first week to three weeks, suddenly, yep, cool. Unless it's a collector, um, that it, that that's literal pulp. And so it's part of the fun of <laughs> this industry, I guess. And I guess that's why I constantly tell people they come into my store and they're like, wow, this is amazing. And it's like, well, I get to manage this, which means I'm playing with somebody else's collection. And that is the best <laughs> of all worlds, let me tell you. I know I had a had a friend of mine and and still have plenty of friends that manage uh, their own like homegrown like mom and pops which sure. it's 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 good to know we should say this that Chris you don't you don't manage Uncle Dan's uh, comic emporium like right. you manage an ultimate comics location which is not a, not small potatoes here 
Um, so we're talking about, you know, pull boxes and people not coming in and like, how many people are we talking about? Man, we haven't looked at our numbers in a while, but we have three different locations. Um, but I know that my location, I mean, there's probably between three to 500 at my location. I know one of the, yeah. (laughs) And the location that's been open the longest is closer to double that. Yo, Um, we opened a new location a few years ago that I think is into the couple hundred. Those numbers fluctuate because I mean, just like Matt was saying, you know, money comes and goes. And this is one of those things that's easy to turn on and off. And that's what we remind people is we're not upset. Just just turn it off. So if you're a comic book connoisseur or you have a local comic shop, um, not all of them can afford to hold books like that. So if you have a local mom and pop, the best thing you can do is tell them as soon as you want something, as soon as you don't, because that's going to help them stay there so you can keep going to their shop. For when they open the doors on free comic book day and you get all your free stuff. Ooh-wee. So, yes, please. Yeah. yeah, right? And I I just recently heard you guys talking about the last one, and I thought that was really cool that you guys were on that. And yes, yes, Matt, it is the first hit is always free, but it's still free book, <laughs> so enjoy it. So um, but you Good know, joke. that all comes at a cost. Yeah, so. you just gotta take a cute kid with you, and then you can walk out with all of the comics. I'm not going to say you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't do that. I don't I do that. it. I do it all the way, bro. My kids are still reading those comics. So it's working out. We haven't bought any more since then, but we were reading the crap out of the free stuff. There was a lot of good stuff this year. So, um, Hey, Chris, what have you been playing and reading, bro? So, yeah. So comics aren't just my thing. Like actually way back in the nerd days, um, I started as a video game guy. So I, I played the video games. Mm. Um, but uh, I'm the twitchy FPS guy with RPGs as my background. So um, PUBG is where I spend a lot of my time right now. And uh, the other one that's really kind of funny is uh, I'm playing Call of Duty, but I'm not playing any of the last two, three. I'm playing the uh, remaster of Call of Duty 4 because it's like that community yeah. is still playing that oh, one yeah. like mad. And if I just need 10, 15 minutes... I jump on and get a couple rounds knocked out in hardcore and I'm in my happy place. For some so, people, that's the bee's knees, been, man. It's oh, yeah. somebody's bee's knees. No. Um, <laughs> it's, it's still pretty, it's, it's entertaining to me because I know at one point they had like half a million more people playing that than Infin- Infinite when it came out. So it's like, oops, mm-hmm. nailed it. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's been fun. I enjoy it. It's twitchy. Um, I'm waiting for Red Dead to when it finally comes out. Yes. I think that's where I am definitely going to be living. But I'm also apparently going to be resurrecting my PS4 so I can play Spider-Man. Uh. <laughs> and then because this nerd also got introduced to tabletop games about a year ago. Yeah, and that one's your feeling, fault, bro. Yeah, it is my fault. Because um, that was before really getting to know a lot mm-hmm. of you guys. So you guys have just been filling my game shelf. Mm-hmm. But I got my personal copy of dice throne season one finally and been playing that with my wife because we've been trying to find stuff that we can play just in an evening the two of us and then introduce the friends so that's been super fun and then recently we got if it was like a five-hour playthrough of arkham horror Ooh. if yeah arkham horror is i, I mean evil apparently is the right word obviously the lovecraftianness yep. of it but we played a short four and a half hour mm-hmm. um, game, but it was still pretty cool. I thought the mechanic of that was really neat. Yeah. And then, 
I guess you guys want to know what I'm reading because I'm supposed uh, to be the yeah, comic the book people. Guy. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. The people. So words and pictures, that's a thing, right? Yep. Um, so the last actual book I read, which is still relevant, is I finally picked up a Star Wars Del Rey novel, which I hadn't done to myself. And I started in the Thrawn series, the one after the three-part trilogy, but the latest one, and then picked up the one that just came out. So I'm trying to get all my Thrawn in, which it was really good. Which is canon, Marvel, right? Right. Like that's, yeah. No, yeah. Del Rey is, is canon. So, and then if for that, now. right. If, and, well, if it wasn't <laughs> here, I'll make your head hurt for a millisecond while we're here. Um, they said under the Marvel name, when it got brought up under Disney and all the other stuff, that any of the Star Wars comics are also canon because they're all part of that same universe. No. Who said yes. that? All, all the ones going forward. They didn't oh, go back. Okay. So the Dark Make Horse mouse. ones and all that, right. Not <laughs> not canon. Um, but the ongoing Star Wars, the ongoing Darth Vader, the Darth Maul that uh, they put out, oh, they put man. out a Thrawn. There's all stuff buried in there. Um, and the Thrawn one that just came out a while ago is literally the retelling of the first book. So, we should. That, I've heard that. Yeah. Yep. We should. We should do an episode on that because that's a whole freaking wet spaghetti bowl mess. Of, this makes me angry. I read so many of those books when I was younger. Right. Well, for nothing. For nothing. Now it's like legends, right? Like it's not really. And canon. they were so good. Give me that. Give right. me that truth about Krua. Give me his, Shizor. You watch your mouth. This is a oh, family yeah, podcast. I'm, I'm not I'm sure so what that was, but. Wow, I'm a little older than you guys, so I know stuff. That's fair. Uh, yeah, wait, I think I actually noticed this on Facebook. You're like a month older than me, so you I heard me, I, didn't I? I guess, I'll respect my elders. <laughs> those, those eight, those eight or so days. Well, hey, <laughs> yep. Time is this is this is time, right? Or is um, it the future? And we've come full circle. It's mm. Um, That's how time travel works. So what else? I'm also reading my main go-tos are Batman. Um, Batman's been kind of crazy. And kind of as we mentioned, depending on what we Well, you see, hopefully that might be what we talk about <laughs> on our first bullet app episode. So save it for the podcast. Hey, that's our say. words. See? No, see, I'm listening. I'm learning. Trademark. Oh, TM? Darn yeah. it. Oh, it's all right. I'll have my people call your people. Yeah, my inbox is probably full. Yeah. Um, I'm also reading The Flash. The Flash is probably one of my favorite bits of what's going on, and there's lots of insanity going on there. Who's The Flash Um, now? It's still Barry Allen, but um, to make this really complicated, Wally West is in the original original one from New 52. Um, Flashpoint occurred. There's all kinds of spoilers here, so... Pause the podcast and go read about, let's see. Don't pause it, you wusses. Seven Listen. or eight years worth of trade paperback. Just quick hurry up. <laughs> um, that flashpoint occurred, which threw Wally West into the Speed Force, so he disappeared from time. So when the New 52 ended, there was no Wally West, and no one remembered who he was. When Rebirth started in about two years ago, the Rebirth event threw Wally West back out of the Speed Force and people that interacted with him started going, wait, I kind of remember this guy. The Mandela effect. Right. Um, so Told you. now both of them have been present. And of course, Kid Flash is still present um, in this universe. And he's hanging out with his friends over at the Teen Titans and all that good stuff. So there's lots of flashes running around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then basically 
where we're at today is they've all found out through their exploration of where Wally was and what happened that there's other forces. So we know this, we talk about the speed force and we talk about the flash. That's, that's what makes him fast. Well, they've now found out that there's a strength force and they're kind of, yeah, it's a little weird. It's very comic booky. So now they're kind of is there a splintering off. Force? Um, I mean, friendship. I mean, there there was <laughs> once upon a time, you know, the whole. Um, so it's it's a little weird, but I kind of like that part of superhero comics when it's like, wow, we're we're not on this plane. We're just doing craziness. That now. feels that feels very DC, and I'm honestly because yep. it's like, oh, you know what? Now there's every kind of lantern. Just name a color. <laughs> there's a thing for it. So now there's a force for everything, and. I don't know. Dragon man. Force. Dragon Force. <laughs> Beetleborgs. The Beetleborgs. Oh, big bad Beetleborgs. My kids go around singing that. What were you talking about? We were talking about comics Got and it. how wonderful they are. Got how it. I don't know what that has to do with the Beetleborgs, but continue. You know, well, it's probably in there. It'll be licensed by the end of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so in Marvel, I love Daredevil. Daredevil's I spend a lot of my time there, which a lot of people aren't reading that. And it's a super fun book um, for whatever reason. I guess people Daredevil wasn't the thing. They'll watch the Netflix show, but they're not currently Ooh, reading it. We and, I, that and I tell show. them they, they should. It's super good. Um, I've been reading a lot of the X-Men stuff. So I'm reading through Extermination, waiting to see what happens on the other side and seeing yeah. the launch of Uncanny. Uh, I happen to really enjoy Fantastic Four, but I guess I'm a nostalgic uh, wuss. Um, that just really wanted that story to touch me, touch yeah. my heart. And aren't did. you, aren't you glad for grace? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, but so I'm excited to see where that does end up going because I think the fantastic four is a great IP because you know, the first family of comics that this family of superheroes, um, that I hope they get back to adventuring, that it's not so much where we are right now of everybody hugging it out and everything, but getting to the adventure such as it were that yes, we need to close the gap of where everybody was missing, but really let's, let's go explore the universe again. Cause fantastic four gave us so many of the villains of the Marvel universe. Like the first hundred issues of fantastic four almost introduces a new iconic villain or new Avenger from the beginning. And that's why if you ever want to start collecting the fantastic four, save up them doll hairs because Super expensive. It's all like first appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't like Spider Man? Spider Man was a Fantastic Four and didn't mm. he? Didn't he, uh, didn't he wear a, a bag over his head, like a brown paper bag? Bag Man. Yeah, the Bag Man. Oh, the right? audacious Bag Man. Right? There was that. Yes. Come on. I know comics. He wasn't a Fantastic Four. He just borrowed He didn't have any clothes to wear. I saw yeah, him that, in the suit, and the suit be, maketh yeah. the man. That's a quote so, yeah. from something, probably. I mean, mm, it is. With great suit comes great responsibility. That's what it's it is. Great right? bag. That's, that's how I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Oops. moving on. Um, yep. Yes. Yeah, so well, Bobby, what about I don't you? Know. I, I'm not reading comics. The only this is how I'm reading comics. I'm reading comics through Chris's posts on uh, Facebook and Instagram. That's how I'm reading comics. You, 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 and uh, Hector are like taking pictures of pages yep. that you're reading. I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> so I read Daredevil the other day, one panel. See, yeah. Feel like I'm caught mm-hmm. 
Um, I have been playing, though. Um, I ha- like I said, I have not been playing a whole bunch of games because I've been gone. So I played a little bit of... Oh, I totally forgot about this because it's been several weeks. Matt, I picked up a game on the Switch called Blossom Tales. Have you seen this game? I don't know that game. So it's um, it's kind of a, a Zelda Link to the Past clone. It's not a full 100%, but it takes a lot of the same stuff and uses it. You should check it out. It's like 10 bucks. It's really fairly cheap. Um, and it's it seems to be pretty short. I'm moving through things pretty quick, but it's fun, man. It it, it adds okay. a little bit. It's like a, you know, a, a grandfather is telling a story to his kids and you are the main character of the story. Um, <laughs> and you're you're going through the the story as they're telling it. So it's really fun. Like you get to make some choices here and there, like based on like the kids are arguing as to what's going on and you get to choose who your, you know, the bosses are and stuff like that sometimes. It's really fun and it's a good break from other things. I bought Shaq Fu. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> trash, bro. Dang. Like it's it, it's it's just a side scrolling brawler. Nah, it does what it does. And for no reason at all, it has like it's it's very cartoony. Like, like mm. almost over the top, like Overwatchy kind of, you know, Fortnite looking, you know, kind of art style. And then the whole, everything in it, and I'm, I'm not a prude guy, so don't hear me say this, but everything in it is like, you know, suggestive and, you know, all sorts of stuff. And there's like some mild language in it. And so my kids are like playing this on the Switch and Andy goes, nope. And takes it away. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, because they played it before I did. And Anna was like, oh, there, oh was really? some, there was some stuff in there. And I was like, no, it's Shaq Fu. Like, what's it going to be? Sure enough, it's oh. it's in there. So buyer beware. Um, but Blossom Tales was a good a good break from that because it was actually a good game. Um, and I had such high hopes for Shaq Fu. Anybody who's listening to this podcast knows that I had high hopes for Shaq Fu. It did not deliver. Probably yeah. I was able to get it for 10 bucks. I don't know. I'll, you be the judge. Um, I've already judged it and that's why, but, um, when I was in, you know, so fast forward to this past, uh, this past Monday. And so I was in Florida and while we were there, we were at, uh, Disney world in Orlando and, you know, mentioned all that stuff. Well, we went to a place where the, every person could go and that was Disney Springs. And it's like where all the shops are, there's like the Lego store and, you know, buy all of the Disney things. Well, a guy that was at the conference was ranting and raving about a Star Wars virtual reality experience. And so that you said you have my my uh, my attention. What would you like to do with it? And so he tells me wars. (laughs) So he starts telling us about this like, oh, yeah, it's really great. Like it's this immersive experience. And I have to ask a lot of clarifying questions because he was like, yeah, it's VR. Um, And you're like walking through and I'm like, "Okay, so are you? actually walking around and he says yes you are full on walking around you're not on a mobile platform or anything you're like walking in physical space with the vr helmet on and you've got headphones to hear what's going on in the game and also uh you have built-in comms so you can hear your teammates because i went in there with three other people so the story is that you are infiltrating the stormtroopers and you're going in to find this thing. And I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who does this experience, but you're going in to find this thing. And so 
no joke, I kid you not, like you go in and it's immediately, immediately insanely immersive, like crazy. You you reach out and you're like, that's not there. It's, you can touch it in physical space. Like you can high five the person next to you. Um, you can, you're just wearing a vest and a visor and you can stick your arm out in front of you and see your fingers. Like it's bananas. It's Oculus Rift technology, just absolutely insane. So this is called The Void and they're all over the place. There's uh, this one at Disney was Star Wars. There's another one in New York that is uh, Ghostbusters, which I may just take a, you know, book a flight to New York just to do this thing. And then there's another one in Nashville that is uh, its own separate experience. It's like, it's a horror thing. And I was like, well, how scary is it? And they're like, it's pee your pants scary. Like bring a, bring a diaper. You're going to need it uh, because it is so immersive and jump scares have never been so real. So I, I have to imagine that like things can touch you, you know, um, which I'm not cool with at all. I love it. No, no I'm good. Um, so anyway, like I'm going through this experience and at one point you turn around and there's, uh, there, it, it, it feels like it's in the um, uh, Rogue One world, like that time frame, because there's, you know, the, the, like the, the metallic black R2, D2, that's not R2, D2. Um, he's there. K2 is there. He's kind of your guide through the whole thing. Um, but if you're like in an elevator shaft and it's going up and down or whatever, you can like that R2 unit or whatever it was, was sitting right there and you could reach over and like touch and feel the metal R2 unit. It was crazy. I just want to, I want to like watch you from the outside to see what you're actually touching. I bet it's hilarious. So the whole time there's a guide who's walking you through all of this stuff too. He's not walking you through it, but he's, he's kind of making sure you don't kill yourself. Um, you know, by like running into a wall or tripping over something else or whatever. So, uh, at one point, like we were, um, we were going in down this elevator shaft, uh, into a lava section. Like it was crazy. And you could feel the heat coming through the doorway from the lava. And then you, of course you stepped out and you were like engulfed in it. And so, well, Hey, don't ruin the experience (laughs) for me, bro. Um, so anyway, at, at one point, enjoy hot breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the, only, that's the only reason we hired Ted. He got that dragon breath. Um, so, so anyway, at one point, like I leaned out of the, because it was an open, an open door. I leaned out to look around to see how far you could see. You could see all the way around. It was true 360 VR experience. And I felt the guy's arm on me, like on my chest, and I asked him afterwards, I was like, was that you? And he said, yeah, I was doing some real matrixy moves because you were all over the place. Like I was the guy, he said, don't do anything weird. Like pretend you're a stormtrooper, no jumping, no climbing, just just be stormtrooper, you know? And I was like peeking over everything, like trying to find all the hidden things. Oh man, it was so good. Anyway, $35 later, best VR experience of my life. Dare I say the best gaming experience of my life. Um, this was the thing I said I want in my house, but we'll never get. Because like I said, it's physical 3D space. Like they they have an open room and then they just build all this stuff in there. And then they 3D map through VR, everything. He said that they can change the skin 
but they don't do it very often. Um, so they run this scenario for a while and then they can switch it out. But yeah, you had a gun, you were shooting other stormtroopers and we were, you know, killing big monsters and stuff, dude. It was amazing. If you ever get a chance to go to any the void experience, even the poop your pants one, I say go. Do it. Have fun with it. Also, while we were there in Orlando, um, we did our very first escape room. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But I just want to say that I had a blast. I loved it. Um, it was just the most wonderful thing in the world. Like, I, I think what I'm learning here is I love immersive experiences. Like, <clears throat> if I can actually get in and be a part of it. There's one thing about sitting on a couch. Um, you know, even doing RPG stuff. Like, you kind of become the character. There's another thing when you are the character in the game. Um, you're the bro. You're the bro. And the particular one I went to was called the escape game. Like they kept saying, what game are you playing? Or how far did you get in your game? Like I, I really enjoyed that terminology because it spoke to me on a really deep, nerdy level. Um, but a, a reading, you know, Matt and I were talking about, we're, we're book bros. Um, and we, uh, we've been reading, not together per se, uh, but we have been reading through The Reckoners. And I'm about, according to Audible, I'm about two and a half hours from being finished with Firefight. Um, I will say I've kind of been talking about it for a couple of weeks. It's taken me a little bit longer to to read it than I thought it would. It picks up. I don't think it's quite as good as the first one. We'll see how it wraps up. Um, I think they take some some weird twists and liberties. But I was I still think that it's it's totally valuable to read it because it's it's still a good book. Um, it's just not as good to me as as the first one. Um, but hey, we'll see. Calamities after this, and I'm pretty dang excited about that. I hope it's an origin story, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so we'll let you guys know. And if you want to jump in on any of this stuff with us, we we talk about these things so that you guys can play them and read them with us. So we're gonna be talking about escape rooms, like you heard about the top of the, uh, top of the episode. I just mentioned it here. Um, if you do one, we want to hear about it. Don't spoil it. Don't be that that guy um, but we want to hear about your experiences and if you guys have ever done the void please help me tell people how awesome this stuff is before we get too far into the episode do you also like chris say hey chris or don't um <laughs> that was perfect that was perfect. Yeah. Um, if, if you, like Chris, want to be silent on this podcast, um, we're in September, which, yes. like I said, guys, we were, we, starting in September, we were going to start having one of our wonderful monthly supporters right here on our podcast a few times a month to talk about a topic uh, for that episode and to find out what you've been playing, or in his case, what he's been playing and reading. So if that sounds like something that you want to do, please head on over to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner and support us financially ministry costs money and we literally could not do this without you all of our supporters are going to have the same chance to be on the podcast it is not a raffle if we have an open slot and you can do it hey guess what you're on the podcast boom you won something don't say we never gave you anything this is really just a small way that we can say thank you and give back to those who support us and guys Thank you once again, nerds. So if you want to do it, please go over to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner and support us financially on a monthly basis. And we're back. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, what, I, want to, I want to talk about, you know, I want to talk about 
escape rooms. And I know Chris uh, yes. hasn't been on any. No, hasn't meant I'm, any not, of them. I'm not as cool but as you guys. Been on them, I like mean, the ride. Been on to the game of them. <laughs> but Bubba, you were down in Orlando, like you said earlier, and you got to do one. Uh, I let's, did. Let's hear about I it. I did my first Don't escape room. Spoil it. It was your first. It was my very first. Like, no, okay. So you you story. remember, Chris? You remember? Um, and by yeah. remember, I mean I mean you're about to after I tell the story, then then you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember when you told the story. But Matt, you remember right. for real when we were in Jersey? Mm-hmm. We were there. We were at Satellite. We were hanging out, you know, with Jen, and guys were like, oh hey, let's go do an escape room. And there was an escape room legit on the street that we were on. But that thing was like fifty bucks. It was way more than I wanted it to be. Yeah, Bubba's not trying to do a fifty dollars escape room. Um, no, not even a little bit. So uh, we we kind of every time I see one, I tell my wife, and she backed this up and verified it just yesterday when she was telling somebody else about it. That every time I see one, I'm like, ooh, I want to stop everything I'm doing and go do that right now. I can't, because can't believe you haven't done one before. Me neither. I've had opportunities, and now I'll get to this in a second. I'm looking at a map of Austin, and who we? There are no less than one, two, three, thirteen escape rooms in Austin. That's too many. That's too many. No, 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 no. I'll tell you why it's perfect here in a minute. So every time I see one of these things, I just I literally want to stop everything I'm doing and go do that thing. And I, I'm fascinated by escape rooms because to me, and like I talked about just a few moments ago, it's like a living game. And it is. It's not like a living game. It is a living game where you are solving the puzzles. You're finding the keys. You're opening the chests. You're you know saving the whatever the thing is. You are the one doing it and you're using your brain to do it. Like you have to, you're stuck in a room. Usually the very first room that you're in is the WTF room. You know, like you don't know. Nobody tells you anything. They drop you in a room and go, all right, find your way out. And, you know, you end up probably burning through at least one hint while you're in that room so that it gets the juices flowing as to how this thing works. So I'm thinking about Matt. When we were playing uh, real hot and heavy, we were playing Zelda. I remember Mm -hmm. that feeling of dropping into Breath of the Wild and going, I just, what? My brain doesn't work yet for Zelda. It just doesn't. And it wasn't until I figured out, and I, I'd mentioned to you, it was the, uh, what's the, the the cold spell that raises the ice out of the ground? It's been that long since I played. Whatever it is. Expelliarmus. Yeah, Patronus. So whenever the uh, whenever that happened, I had to Google that to find out how to do one of the shrines. And after that, I was like, okay, this is how this game works. I get it now. So I did that. Well, I didn't say I. So I we went with um, it was myself and three other people, and we did this escape room that was what was it? It was I think it was a seven out of ten um, from the escape game. Uh, is that was called? I had to look at my t shirt. I'm wearing it right now. Um, it's it's yeah. It is called the escape game, and we did a scenario called Gold Rush, and it was amazing. Oh guys, it was so fun, and it was probably even one of the kind of easier ones, I guess. We ended, it, we ended up finishing it with eight minutes left on the clock, and we were really excited, and we came out, and the lady was like, did you say that this was your first escape room? And we all were like, yeah, no, we, had, we hadn't done this before. We're baller. And she was like, you guys kind of did really 
great at this. And we ended up finding out that we went and talked to uh, one of the guys that works at the Cold Stone, um, just right next door to it, because they gave us a 10% coupon because we had escaped um, to go over there and eat some ice cream. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> the other guy behind the desk was like, wait, 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 didn't, didn't you do Gold Rush? And the guy that was taking order was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. They didn't make it out. <laughs> and so, you know, we started feeling really good. Um, but we told everybody, it's like, well, we play a lot of time stories, you know, like we, we play a lot of games like this where we have to think and solve and, and do stuff. And I know that for me, part of how I was feeding this just desire for escape rooms was I watched um, escape on Geek and Sundry, which they're not really even running anymore, but they did, mm. I don't know, eight or so episodes. Um, and it was, you get to watch them go through an escape room and, you know, they would bring in like YouTube celebrities or gaming, you know, people or whatever. And then they would do a custom built escape room for them and you'd get to watch them go through it. So it kind of helped me a little bit, but man, just the, so much endorphins, so much dopamine, like every just the moment you realize something and it works and you unlock a lock, oh man, it just charges you for the next one. It's so good. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of me. Because I, I haven't even thought about undertaking it, but I've seen some videos too and I'm like, <sighs> same kind of thing. It seems like something I'd really enjoy because I like solving puzzles and actually doing things with people I kind of like occasionally, um, you know, bring those friends along or, you know, some enemies and leave them there, you know, whatever yeah. works for you. But I just, I just did a Google for my local area and there's a whole four of them. So I apparently oh, don't really? quite have, yeah, I apparently not. Wow. Um, I guess Raleigh just isn't up on it. Maybe I'll have to go a little North to Durham. They're a little more trendy up that way. So all this talk about escape rooms makes me want to try out some of the escape room tabletop games. I have one. There's a, Maga- There's a MacGyver one at Target that just keeps calling my name, but Ooh. I have. I don't know. I think I have Escape Room the Game. This is the part of the show where we Google. Yeah. So I have this, and right now it looks like you can get it from Walmart.com because that's where we buy all of our games um, for $30. And it's Spin Master Games Escape Room the Game. And this one, this particular one comes with three different uh, scenarios. But what it is, is it's a little box that has a lot of decoders all the way around it. And um, it also has some keys that you put into the top. So you have to put the right key in the right space in the right order. And it tells you as you go through the scenario open envelope one. Okay. You've, you've solved room one now open envelope two. And now, and you have to, you know, solve all the puzzles before the timer runs out. It's really like exhilarating, not nearly as exhilarating as being in the actual room, but Anna and I've done probably two or three of those scenarios. It's a good palette. I mean, to, to start with, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty dang good. Um, and like I said, this one here comes with three rooms for 30 bucks. So that's it's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. 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 So, but here's I also the deal. See, Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I just saw the MacGyver thing. And the only reason I want to buy it now is because it's literally the picture of the actor's face from the show. Yeah, it's just right on there. <laughs> it's calling you I'm, in. I'm just ready. Oh, I, just, I, I need to do some more research before I just throw my money at it. Right. I mean, this is a, I just grew up a little bit right there. But yep. Matt, you right. did you say you had done one? 
I had done one. Yeah, mine was a museum heist. There was a thief who had replaced some of the portraits in a museum with some some counterfeits. And we had to, one, break into his house, two, kind of like figure out some clues in his house and figure out where he kept the real painting. And it like really like when you think you've like seen all of a room and then suddenly a whole new room appears. Right. Like, oh, wow. I didn't even know this was going to be here. Uh, yeah, I agree. We, we did, uh, we did finish ours. We, we did it probably with eight or 10 minutes left as well. Um, but like, there's just so many ways it could, it could go when you're doing it. Like the clue you're given, like, I mean, the, we were in a, like, we were in a room with like bookshelves and pieces of art and statues and yeah. like just tons of different little trinkety things. So many books you could flip through and try to find like the right page number. That might be a combination for this. Um, I think I would do them more if they were a little bit cheaper, but I realize people need jobs. So here's so the, it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> Mama's got to eat, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, so yeah. the one that I did was like $31, um, which to me, that's doable. Um, I, I, you know, I would think I would like to do one every week. Like, you know, Hey, it's Friday. I'll allow it. Let's go. Um, but we got out of gold rush and I was thinking, I looked at, uh, you know, my buddy and I, we were both like, let's, let's do another one right now. And if <laughs> we didn't, if we didn't have to drive from Orlando to Texas in one shot, we probably might have because you're like, everything is cooking at that point. And, you know, we finished it with eight minutes to go and you're like, I, I could, I could do another one right now. Um, there you go. So, and here's the deal. Okay. So I said, you know, here's why having so many of them is great is because once you finish it, it's done. Well, yeah, it's but a one most shot. Of the well, most of the places kind of recycle and move through right. at least the one I went to. But I want to do them more frequent than every, you know, quarter or, you know, like every, some of them are up for like 11 months or whatever. Well, the one, I, the place I went to had eight rooms to choose from and they Ooh. rotate them. So that's good. Oh, wow. Get good. Yeah. So, but what, if you have multiples to choose from, then what you get is, you know, you can finish the ones here and then go to the next spot and do those ones and then go to the next spot and do those ones and go. And yes, I mean, it's just, it, if they all rotate, it's never ending. Like, and you know, if you got a really bomb experience at, you know, at the escape game, um, you know, space or escape the mystery room or, uh, you know, all these different places. I mean, it's just, you have like limitless options, um, you know, it, and when you travel too, here's what I found out that this particular company, um, you know, escape game. They have different experiences in Austin than they do in Orlando, and then they have one in you know Nashville, and then they have one here and over there. And there's there's specific things to their locations that they share some of them, like you could do Gold Rush in almost any of them, but in Orlando they're like you can only do Mars here. Um, you know, mm. in Nashville they have one called the Nashville Experience. You know, it's like they only the specific things in different places. Um, so. It kind of while you're traveling, looking around and doing stuff. I think we need to do one at PAX Unplugged. Okay. I can give you oh. on that. If it's a Zelda one, I'm 100% in. Cause there, are, there are Zelda themed escape rooms. Are there really? Yeah. Let's go. 
Let's yeah, do it. A little more pricey. It's fine. I'm starting. I'm starting to understand. The more I hang out with you guys, the more I talked into doing things. <laughs> it's easy, but it's okay. Peer peer yeah, pressure fine. is one of my spiritual gifts. So it is your spiritual gift. Yeah, I'm well, okay. it's one of them. Okay, well that's good. Um, but yeah, so I I love them. If you guys haven't done one, Chris, if you haven't done one, man, get on it. You know, it sounds meet, like meet up with Hector. Might be that opportunity. Ooh, oh yeah, let's go. Right. And then it will be escape room, the podcast afterwards. So boom, boom done. Roasted. Call it. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? That is going to do it for us. Chris, thank you for joining us today, man. I, I appreciate you filling in for Kate and coming and talking to us about pull list comics in general, and for uh, allowing us to influence you to go do an escape room. No, thanks for having me. Uh, I've enjoyed getting to know you guys and listening to the show. So it's awesome to finally be getting here. Right. Um, and, oh, and the songs and the feels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now you're a part of it now. Like, you're not. It's, no. You, this is your escape. It's now room. official. Can you get this out? This is the thing. I don't think that you can. Probably not, but that's yeah. okay. You've missed all the clues that we dropped. Um, <laughs> you'll get it next I'm time. I'm stuck here. Oh, no. Well, that's going to do it for episode 23 of the Free Play Podcast. Be sure to join us and check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and really anywhere else that podcasts can be found. And if you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, please, please, please let me know. I'm going to do my best to get us on that platform. If you're not already a part of the Love Thy Nerd Facebook group, just do it. Nike is all over the internet right now with those memes. Um, I wish I would have thought of one right now to say, but pretend I said something catchy and at the bottom, just just do it. Oh, yeah, do it. That one was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, Also, you can find us on Facebook, like I mentioned, uh, in really Twitter and Instagram. It's at Love Thy Nerd on all three of those things. It'll take you straight to us. You're going to see our Facebook page. And also our community. Go ahead and like them both. Um, Join the community if you want to. I want you to join it. That's my jam. I want you to be a part of things and to really have a chance to be a part of this podcast. And like I said before, to do that, just partner with us uh, financially on a monthly basis at lovethynerd.com forward slash partner. Once again, I'm Bubba Stallcup. I'm Matt Warmbier. Apparently, I'm now Chris Poirier. You well, you've, you've always been Chris I've Poirier. I've always been, but now I am Chris Poirier of the Pull List Podcast. Ooh. Soon, TM, registered copyright. Yeah. All. It's Soon coming. It's coming. Buckle up. Be prepared. And for Kate Katawake, who will hopefully be back next week. She's supposed to be driving in tonight. Um, we won't do the time travel thing again, just when we're recording tonight. Um, uh, but, Kate, you know what? We will catch you next week. And remember... Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Books, check them out. Books, check them out.